The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Here we go! Players Lounge! That's right. On a Monday! Old school's in here messing up already. Monday! Let's get it done! With SEC Zone, Danny McCray. Yeah. Heck, my Harrison is here. It's a lot house. going on, boy. I'm Newey Scruggs. Congratulations on your conference. Going ahead and making sure everybody remember, day number one, always get a seat at the table in college football playoff. Congratulations. You sound upset. Oh, no. Oh, I, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> my school ain't in it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm watching for entertainment. I don't care who's in it if LSU ain't in it. Actually, LSU was a part of the argument, which was, if you ever saw it, well, that was a Florida State football. I was like, hey, we beat LSU. And they were like, yeah. yeah so did Bama. So, yep. <laughs> so, so did Bama. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> they took turns. <laughs> That's yeah. like, hey, listen. Hey, when you win a natty, you got five years at least, Okay. You got five years early. We won in 2019. We got five. I don't want to hear nothing I don't, about I don't it. Think man, I don't have nothing for you today, man. You, look, no, no, no. Ozeron was wild. It wasn't because it wasn't because of football. So let's not do that. I ain't got nothing for you today, Danny, man. I know you came in already. You ready to go to war already. No, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, New was gonna put, stick, put the LSU stuff in there and all this. What, right. what was your thoughts, man, on the on the college football um Thing, man, they, like when they made the picks, did you feel bad for Florida State? I feel bad for the players of Florida State, but I understand. But you I, understand? I, I understand because you know I came up in the time when when Notre Dame was going to the national championship and getting the brakes blew off of them every season, and then also we saw TCU go there last year and everybody, you know, this great story and all that stuff, and they got ran up out the building. The, the, they're trying to avoid. I understand that part of it. How, uh, how so? I mean, they beat. They went out there and beat a Michigan team that was out there cheating. To TCU beat them. Yeah, they lost and, it. And, and then with the championship game, yes. They, they got that's what I'm talking about. They right, got right. destroyed. I don't think but, it's about the first. But nobody one. thought they should have been in, and then they went out there and they beat Michigan. And, and, and you know what? You know what happened? They lost, and then they Florida State should call them and tell them thank you uh for what's happening to them right now. They don't want to see that. I'm not on the committee. I, I don't even and it's just me, I don't think that was the case. I think at the end of the day, the SEC champion was not gonna get left out. So, we so, refer so, to you. We so, refer to you on the so, national so, championship so, conversation. So you, so you believe if Florida State's quarterback was 100 percent healthy, they would have got left out? Because I don't believe that. I, I once told Bill Hancock, who's a retiring executive um, director of the CFP, I was like, "It's only three spots available. Mm-hmm. The SEC champion is getting in every year, and it's always happened. And last year, when Saban got left out, boy, he was boo-hooing, hooing. They were going to do it again. So. So, so if Florida State's quarterback is healthy and they 100%, they, everybody's healthy, they are undefeated, they ACC champions, who gets left out? I Texas? I, I, no. I'm just saying. I, answer, I, I'm saying you know no, I don't believe I that Florida. Now, now, okay. You know what? I think you just hit on it. It's probably Texas. But they no. were not leaving out the SEC champ. Texas probably got left out. That would have been that would have been no way in hell that they could have uh, could have left Texas out yeah, of the city. No way. Okay, I, mean, so I, I believe that Alabama, not in this situation. Alabama wouldn't have got in. I believe they wouldn't. Have not got after that's just my, my not belief. after not not after beating Alabama in Tuscaloosa. I, I hear you, man. But this committee is showing you, man. Logic does not matter. Okay. Well, look. My whole thing about it. If I if I'm Florida State, I'm, I'm ticked off. Yeah. I mean, when you guys when y'all were undefeated, correct? No. Y'all lost two. 
Y'all lost two. We lost two. We lost two, and everybody, if the three teams. How did it happen lost, that y'all get to y'all? The got three there. teams ahead of us lost on in their championship games after we won the SEC championship. So we needed West Virginia to lose. Somebody like a couple other teams. They all lost. So okay. then that bumped us up. So okay. it wasn't. We didn't get picked over somebody else. Everything uh, happened how we needed it to happen for us to get in. And you were the SEC champion. That's right. And and, 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 I, and I <laughs> that's just, your point. Yes, well, I, I we mean, was BCS. I don't I mean, <laughs> So the, the, I went to the college football player. You know what? BCS, the, the SEC carries weight except for the one time when Tommy Tuberville was coaching Auburn and decided to have a cupcake <laughs> schedule, and they said, we're going to take Oklahoma and USC. But since then, and by the way, I didn't mind that at all, um, they weren't the better team. But the, the two, that's Tommy Tuberville. Exactly. They, they weren't the better team of the between USC and, and Oklahoma. But um, the SEC champion, they just it's different. Um, they they the committee views it differently and it's there. So um, that's we we'll agree to disagree. Because like I said, I believe if Florida State's quarterback is there, I believe I believe, and this is just me that Alabama is going to get left out of there, and you got Texas, you got Texas, Florida State, Washington, and Michigan in there. The problem I have with it is how do you put these this Power Five thing together, and then you say that Florida State goes undefeated and they don't make it. That's the that's the, you put this together. It's almost like full proof system that you put together that you wouldn't have to incur something like this and it happens and you leave Florida State out. Now, I can see versus the eyeball test why you would leave Florida State out of it. I I get it. I understand it. I understand how the SEC gets the natural bid selection with Alabama. It could have been Alabama or Georgia for me. and I wouldn't have had an argument with it either way, but Florida State should be ticked off. You're not going to leave Texas out of it for, for sure. And, man, the Texas-Washington matchup, I, I, you're talking about so, what I can't wait for. So, but th- there's a scenario <laughs> where, where there could have been five undefeated. There's a scenario where there could have been a Washington undefeated, a Georgia undefeated, a Texas undefeated, and a Florida State undefeated. And then Texas who lost. else? Texas, Texas lost. Texas. Texas. No, I'm, I'm saying there's a, there's a scenario where that could have happened, where I'm saying you try to avoid it, but there's an, there's still opportunity for somebody to get left out yeah. no matter what, an undefeated whatever to yeah. get left out and still be upset. So, you know, Florida State, like they, they lost their quarterback. And I, I feel bad for them. If I'm a kid on that team, a coach, or Damn. whatever, we did everything we were supposed yes. to do. Right, yes, that, but that, they ain't the first people to get left out. No, no. From the, from the time, <laughs> so, from the time the first ever college football playoff started, they they've been hosing folks. Yeah, they they're not they're not they, the they, first they, people, to and get, they hadn't stopped. So they been just they they just they in that room now with the rest of them. Like, they, come on in, they, they come not, on in. Here's your invitation. Yeah, you hey, We know we know how you feel. Now what what happens is they go out there and they get you know they get blew out by Georgia, then, which know. they probably will. I mean, but they they, their heart is not going to be in that game. It better be. But if they if if they if they beat Georgia, then that's when you, you know, we the martyrs and we, you know, hey, we should have been in. See, I told you. <laughs> See, <laughs> I told you. And, and you know, and, and people won't care. Yeah. Thing, people won't care. TCU got left out, went played the Peach Bowl, beat, beat, beat Ole Miss. Was like, hey, hey, thank you. Enjoy your rings. If, if you end up with two, if you end up with what, three amazing games, yeah, you about to. nobody's going to care. <laughs> Nobody's gonna care. They gonna say this is great. And last year, the the final the the, the the final four game, the two play the two semifinal playoff games last year were great. Yeah. You know, Ohio State had Georgia dead to they right. Did. Homeboy missed a field goal. That Michigan TCU game, um, back and forth game. It was great. those two games were great. Which you know what was what everybody wanted. Then, then the last one came. But uh, you know it happened. It happened. Yo, 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 uh, alma mater. Huh? Hey baby, I, I went straight down to the. It was halftime. It was raining. It was 
like <laughs> rain. First time, I, you know, I haven't lived in L.A. forever. I've never seen rain like that. And so SoFi Stadium does not have – ain't got nothing on the sides. It's, it's all sunshine. So it's raining sideways in. They gave us blankets. First it's cold. L.A. is cold. It's raining sideways. Paper's all wet. Halftime, by the way, midway through the first quarter, I'm like, yeah, this ain't happening. So uh, my man told me they got um, they got Randy's donuts downstairs and some burgers. And hot <laughs> Not dogs. Randy's. Yes, they did. They're the Randy's. Not Randy's. Well, Randy. And I, I packed everything up. <laughs> oh, time to go. Went on downstairs. I'm like, I'm going to sit here in the nice warmth in the bow, watch it on TV, and I'll just be <laughs> ready for interviews. That, that, that thing was a wrap. I, I, I will say this, you know, because everybody, you know, if, if I'm looking at it, I'm saying they wanted the best four teams in there. I think we can all agree that Alabama now is a better team than what Florida State will be able to put on the field. Absolutely. Uh, you know, from, from an entertainment standpoint, they're definitely going to th- – these so, games should be entertaining. I'm yeah. look, I am very much looking forward to uh, Texas, uh, Rude, who uh, our man Derek. Eagleton, his Longhorns, going to be there. But it's a rematch between the Alamo Bowl, which uh, Washington beat them last year, San Antonio 27-20. Then it's, it's Michigan and Alabama. We saw when they announced it, the Michigan folks was like, oh. <laughs> we got this we don't want this. We don't want this smoke. <laughs> what did we do to they, earn this smoke? They clap with it's football, yeah. man. Alabama has gotten a lot better, um, you know, since the beginning of the season. Um, the quarterback has gotten better, got benched, came back. He looks like a totally different uh, player. I know what happened with Auburn. That is a that is a rivalry game. It is usually going to be some weird type of stuff happening in that game. But they are a better team than what they were at the beginning of the season. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right. Um, Players Lounge brought to you by Tostito. Shaq Leonard has decided to sign with Philadelphia, and I kind of felt that was where it was going. Um, From that picture that you sent? Well, you, yeah, that's my man John Clark up there, NBC Philadelphia. Uh, it was like, yeah, okay, that's where he'll probably end up going. I guess he was the security guard who got kicked out the other night <laughs> who picked him up from the airport. Dom, Dom, yeah. my man, okay. Dom. Dom, good old Dom. Okay, yeah, setting traps. He better, better not touch Michael Parsons because uh, he might get he might get get, get the full hit uh, on, on Sunday over AT and T Stadium. So he signs a one year deal with them. They need the linebacker. So um, okay, it, it is what it is. Well, you know, be interesting to see that Shaquille Leonard actually play this weekend uh, against the Cowboys and how much he does play. But he's going to go to Philadelphia. I'm not shocked at all. Um, the Cowboys obviously made the pitch heck. They, they showed him how they could use him, but he decided to go up there to Philadelphia. I told y'all from the beginning I didn't want him to use us as a bargaining chip. I meant it. Don't let him out of the building. If, if he's serious about us, he knew where he wanted to go from the beginning to me. Uh, if he wanted to be here, he would have signed with us. I think Philadelphia, especially with their need at the linebacker position, they're suffering right now. Uh, are the Cowboys suffering at the same pace that the Eagles are? No. So, obviously, when it came down to the negotiation uh, standpoint, he had more leverage and probably leveraged last night's game, yesterday's game, versus senior need. Me. So they made the move that was probably beneficial for them, but still, man, you got a player that maybe has some health issues. Um, it, it may not be the the long term answer for them if he can't get healthy this year. Yeah, I, I think he could have helped us. Um, I think he could have helped us. It's unfortunate that he did go to the Eagles, yeah. but like I said, it is what it is. You know, like it happens. All right? you, you had an opportunity. He decided he wanted to go somewhere else. Now he got to see us hopefully on Sunday. <laughs> No, <laughs> one of them big time uh, runs that Tony Pollard be been putting on these defenders. Maybe you see one of them th- th- this Sunday. So, I mean, I, I still think we have enough to do what we need to do to go out there and get the win against the, the Eagles. As long as we show up, you know how we've been playing, and we don't take a step back, um, I think we'll be okay. We're gonna we, now we're gonna have a fired up Eagles team though coming here. So just it's gonna be some fireworks. 
The Cowboys-Eagle game on NBC Sunday Night Football. It is the marquee game. It is going to be packed. If you plan on going out to the game, I would advise you to get there early. Whatever time you normally leave, you may want to leave 40, 45 minutes earlier because everybody is trying to get to this game. It is going to be the hottest ticket uh, in town. And for the folks who went out there Thanksgiving Day, you know it was packed. This This is going to be next level. This one truly matters. This is a game the Cowboys have to have, period. They cannot afford to lose this game. You got to win it. You got no choice. Heck, they got no choice. I mean, if you – I'm going back to last night's game. Okay. I'm going back to last night's game, and it was, it, it was a point in that game where I said, oh, they're not getting off the hook tonight. I've seen them be down, and they make a move to get back, but it was like – San Francisco is not letting them up off the mat. They are going to put their foot on the neck and continue to expose the weaknesses, not only in their defense, but on their offense. They just didn't have, they didn't have that whatever it is, je ne sais quoi, that, to get back in games like they had been before. And, man, the people are lying to us in the, in the media that's saying that running games don't count. Because they do. And you saw it with CMC yesterday. That was the difference. Him being able to run in a phone booth against that defensive line and get to the second level. And the Eagles just can't tackle. I don't know if y'all know. I mean, they have tackling problems. But, man, did they expose the back half of that, that defense. So, heck, and Danny wasn't born in 1983, so he don't, he don't know this one like you and I know. This is Clubber Lane. Yes, sir. Pain. <laughs> What's your prediction? Pain. <laughs> That's what they did. My favorite Rocky, by the way. It, it is. Mine, too. Mine, too. What's your prediction? Pain. And that's what they came out there no, talking did. that noise, ran through their little pregame warm-up. You yeah. couldn't know Sirianni want to get on mad. They talked that talk. They went in there and beat these boys. And you got Debo, who talked it, waving at the crowd. Oh, it was, it was fun to watch for me. It was Beautiful. like eating popcorn. Watch, I, I enjoyed it. That like that all, all that was cool. I think that's one of those one of those things where one team is a little bit they have more motivation to come in there and, and, and try to fight you because they lost. <laughs> like I'm coming to get revenge. I got a little bit more about me when I come in. So yeah, I'm gonna talk a little bit more trash when other people are looking at you like, hey, y'all, y'all just enough. We already beat y'all. So I can understand why Debo and them need to come out and do all that. And also, that's their brand of football. Get a little physical, try to get your head, get a little dirty, and then go out there, you know, and punish you. And they did. And we, they ain't the only team that, that, that the 49ers that punished. I think them being healthy with Debo and Trent Williams on the uh, on the field at the same time, that's just that's just a hard team for you to defend. That's a hard team for you to defend. They running game. They running game. Brock Purdy slipped a little bit. Brock Purdy's the real deal. He can go out there. Shanahan calls the right plays for him to be able to make them with Ayuk and Debo and CMC and George Kittle. Uh, they they put on the full show last night. So shout out to them. They was ready. They came out ready to go. 42 points. Um, Philadelphia held 18 rushes for 48 yards. They were running the ball, and, and, and they couldn't run the ball. Yeah. That was – it was it was a show. It that's the way show. you do it. That's it, was the, a, it was a show. No, that's that's the way you do it. I wanted to see – we talk about their strengths and we talk about their weaknesses, but the strength of their team has been their ability to run and stay balanced. What we saw from San Francisco was them sell out to say you're not going to be able to run the ball. Period. We'll take away everything else. I, we don't get. We don't care about giving you AJ Brown. And they frustrated AJ Brown so much last last night. And that's maybe that's the key to to getting him off his game is just frustrating him because he can be his own worst enemy in those situations. Um, 
But defensively, they had no answer for the San Francisco 49ers. We've been there. I've seen that kind of pressure put on us. I've just, for the last two weeks, we we looking to evaluate in Seattle when they played against San Francisco last week. And now looking at this Philadelphia tape versus San Francisco, you go, man, once they get you in this position where you don't know if they're going to run or whether they're going to pass, they just completely nullify your pass rush. Ellis, I, I, last night's game did not make me feel any better about us. Just, just, just so you know, like I'm not, I wasn't okay. watching the Eagles saying, "Oh yeah, we got a better chance at beating them." Hold that, because I, I want to dive deeper into what you just said right there, Danny. That, that deserves a deeper dive here. He said it too quick, didn't he? You know, I watched the game last night. I want to get a little bit more into that. That was going to take a break, come mm-hmm. back here, give us a deeper dive. He's Danny McCray, former Dallas Cowboys safety. I'm Newey Scruggs. He's Heckman Harrison. This is Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them Cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to the Players' Lounge. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Tis the season. For youth football and dance camps presented by Invisalign. Don't miss your chance to learn from the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and former NFL players at AT&T Stadium on December 22nd and 23rd. Celebrate the holidays with the Cowboys. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash camps. Come on out. 
All come, right. Come I mean, on out. No, come on out. We got a few weeks. Danny McCray. We got a few ready to get into this topic, huh? Come on out. Come on, Nui. Let's go. You know what, man? I uh I'm uh I just, you know, Heckman and I sitting around here, man, we feeling good. Yeah, feeling good got about to. watching what we watched here. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel, I feel like you're trying to just, you know, pour a little salt in those on, on Monday, or, or the realism. Maybe it's that the realism. Maybe I'm not ready to drink the realism drink just yet. But that's okay. That's why we're here. That's why we do the show. So, yeah. no, I'm just saying, like me watching the Eagles get beat down like that doesn't make me feel better about the Cowboys. How I feel about how I felt about our chances to get the against the Eagles going into that game that they played against San Francisco on Sunday, I still feel the same. And I now I feel a little bit more like now the pressure is on both teams. You got a team that just got stomped out like that. They got to respond, right? Now you're going to get the Cowboys. This is playing for so the Cowboys don't okay. tie you up in the division. You're going to get a really, really good effort out of the Eagles, especially if you, if you wasn't getting the best uh, if they would have won. You're going to get it now because they have to respond. They're in a situation to where they need to get a win. And that's going to – like the stakes are higher for both teams. But I saw us get stumped out by, uh, by by the 49ers, all right? I, I Like I know what type of team they are. I know what type of difficulties that they can present to a defense. And we watched it happen with the Philadelphia Eagles, who had barely been hanging on for the last couple weeks. Now they got a shot to sit down and say, Say, all right, well, we got to go see what we got to fix. Cowboys, we need to do that proof time and consistency against teams with winning records. And this is just another opportunity for us to do that against the Eagles. I don't feel like all of a sudden now we found the magic blueprint to go knock the Eagles out. I don't feel that way. So the thing old school sitting here. Mm-hmm. We're sitting on hopes and dreams. Yeah, you've and been Cowboy all- fans right now, you got hopes and dreams of trying to win this division. Mm-hmm. Won't get the one seed. If the records all stay the same, because San Francisco will own the one seat, but they got Baltimore and some they they got like they got I, Seattle like this week. Yeah, like yeah. I said, if, if everything stays the same, but but you got some hopes and dreams if you're a Cowboy fan mm-hmm. right now, and knowing you can get it done, we we did the preseason pit. I think all of us, if I check our little magic sheet of integrity, we let me did go, not. Let me look. Let me look. Let me magic look. sheet of integrity. I pick sweep. I'm telling you. I'm telling you ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. You did. You <laughs> didn't believe. You didn't, did. believe. You didn't we, believe. They but, lost. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? We believe. lost in two big games already. I was okay. right. Okay. That's right. I, I, hey, hey, man. I'm just saying. I'm just right. saying. I'm, listen. See, see. This, this how you trying to paint it. I'm not saying that I don't believe we can beat them. I'm saying how I felt about them on, after we uh, went blew the uh, brace off. Was it uh, Seattle or yeah. our offense played very well against Seattle? How Defense. we played against them, I was like, you know what? We got a shot to be really, really good on offense and we can beat anybody. I still feel the exact same way about going into this game. I do not feel like now we can go out here and just go blow out the Eagles because all of a sudden chinking their armor and now we didn't figure out how to beat them. I don't feel that way. I feel like you still need to show up and this is going to be one of those one of those classic games. I feel like it's going to be one of those. I, I, I don't disagree with you on that. Now, talking to Rodney Harrison today. Uh, <laughs> he was asking me about some things like you know, keys to the game. And one of the things I told Rodney, I said, they have got to figure out these doggone penalties. It yeah. is still problematic, and it's going to hurt you in a game of this type of magnitude where the team is good. Um, was it nine penalties the other yeah. night? Nine. Nine. And, and – uh Nine for one twenty-seven. That's not gonna cut it. No, it's not. And and especially when you go up against a team that can can score with you, um, those undisciplined things that have been happening in in Mike McCarthy's 
tenure here as a coach as something that I'm sure that he's trying to get ahead of and not happen, especially when, like I said, you play a 49ers or you play a Philadelphia team. And then also limiting the turnovers as well. You can't turn the ball over versus good teams like that. And I think Dak Prescott's play has shown you that if he don't turn the ball over and the defense can just hold up, we're going to win some really close games and we can blow some teams out. Um, Danny, I just believe this game was – the Philadelphia's going to play this game the same way. If they had three days rest, whatever it is, they're going to play because it's an NFC East divisional game. Mm-hmm. Um, look, all I've was been looking for when I've been watching Philly is somebody to expose what I've seen. Last week when, when Buffalo played them, I had the feeling that Josh Allen was already showing it. They, look, they are vulnerable. They can be beat if they had them, and they lit Philadelphia off the hook. They allowed them to get back in that game and win it in overtime. Yesterday versus San Francisco, San Francisco just never let up. And it was those 14 every quarter, 14. You start to break that game down and you start to say, man, San Francisco is on a roll and Philadelphia you can't do anything about it. What made me feel good is just basically saying, Tony Pollard, I hope you're watching this game. Because if you can have some success, guys like Brandon Cooks, our, our third and fourth, our Ferguson, guys like that, they can eat versus this secondary. Oh, you, and you are right because I, 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 I don't want to knock our players. I'm just saying when you when you look at the guys who were making those type of plays last night, Debo coming out of the backfield, and then you talked about Christian McCaffrey being the guy. Tony Pollard, Christian McCaffrey, not the same player. All okay. right, I think I think that San Francisco has some different ways of of utilizing those players, okay. and then also having a CMC. It's a reason why he's made such a difference since he's been in San Francisco, okay. actually being probably the main piece of, of why they're so successful. It's a reason why it's there. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of teams who are, not, who are not able to handle a team like San Francisco, especially if they get the lead on them like that. They've proven they're cut above. They, yeah, and I, oh, when healthy, oh, absolutely. What I'm saying is production-wise, a guy like Tony Pollard not only can give you the minutes in the running game, he can also give it to you in the passing game as well. And that's where I draw the comparison between those two. C.D. Lamb right now is playing better than any wide receiver in the NFC. And then you can put Debo name in there as well. The numbers don't lie. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that. And can we look at Tony Pollard's receiving yards for for the last few games? Like if we compare him to Christian McCaffrey, touchdown every game, all that stuff. It's not. To me, it's not the same. It's not the I'm same. We, we don't present the same type of challenges to Philly that San Francisco uh, does to Philly. We did play Philadelphia very well when we played them. It ain't the same, heck. Like, okay. not, not, we got. We, I'm not. I'm not. Call, I'm not calling them the same, Danny. I'm saying what they can do as players, as far as the way that you can use them. It. That's why I said. That's why Tony Pollard is so important in this game versus Philadelphia. Not calling him CMC. What I'm saying is, if he can have the same type of game production, 17 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown, we need that. If he can have 40 catches, 40 yards, we need that. But also, if CeeDee Lamb can have the same type of performance that he had before, which was 191 yards receiving, I'm not asking him to do that again, but still have that type of production and Ferguson and the other guys that you need, the other cast of characters that you need to show up and have, have production, we can beat this I team. I just want to be clear. You, you had 140 total yards for Tony Pollard when you just said that, which we I don't – like, that. that's not a – I, I got to see it continuously to believe that Tony Paul is gonna, go, going to do such a thing. I believe CeeDee Lamb is going to go ham on these guys. I believe you get uh, Brandon Cooks involved in the game, I think he can be a very Im- impactful player in this game. Going back into just looking statistically at that Cowboy game, they lost 28-23 in Philadelphia. Um, 
Brandon Cooks, and we spoke about it. He had one catch in the game for seven yards and was targeted a grand total of two times. C.D. Lamb in that game had 16 targets, uh, 11 catches. Ferguson had 10 targets for seven uh, seven catches. Jalen uh, Tolbert, five targets, three catches. Michael Gallup, three targets, two catches. Tony Pollard had... Three catches in that game for 12 yards on five targets. And then running the ball, he was 12-51 in the game. No touchdowns at all. And as a team, the Cowboys were 27 carries, 73 yards, averaging 3.5. So I think they got to get the run game up in that game there. But to me, I go back to what you said, and then afterwards when it was presented to Mike McCarthy, uh, we saw Cooks go on a run. If they can incorporate Cooks into this, let's say you take the – Eight targets you gave uh, Tolbert and Gallup, and you throw six to seven at Cooks, you can have a different game because we know Philadelphia's secondary is not good. Mm-hmm. It's not good. And oh, by the way, and there's something right in here. He said, is somebody going to help Terrence Steele this week? I'm like, that's a doggone good question. <laughs> yeah, like, like, San Francisco presented a bunch of different challenges to Philly, and they're going to present a bunch of different challenges to uh, a lot of different teams. I think us against Philly, it's, it's just totally different. Like, we, we finna play a divisional game. Yeah. We went up there last time. almost Like, we had a chance to win the game. We played them very well. It yeah. wasn't very high scoring, but, but both, both teams were making plays. And like you said, Tony Pollard, how many catches for 13 three. yards? Three catches for 13 12. Yard, for 12 yards and then 50 yards rushing. I'm saying – that's the difference of like what we would need Tony Pollard to do when you watch what Christian McCaffrey's been able to do to teams. If we want Tony Pollard to be able to do that, like he's gonna have to show us that he still that he still got that of ninety yard ninety seven yards rushing and forty yards catching. That's a hell of a game, and I would love to see Tony Pollard do that. So, so what if it's Tony Pollard playoff against like he had against the 49ers, against the Philadelphia team? Does that you know that kind of? I'm, I'm, I'm better with like you just you just have to be able to run like. I'm enjoying to put it all on Dak Prescott. I'm enjoying it because Dak Prescott has been taking care of the ball, throwing multiple touchdowns, getting multiple people involved. But that running game is something that I believe that when you play against teams like that, especially if you're able to get a lead, people that let, uh, let Philadelphia <laughs> off the hook, decided not to run the football, if you're able to, 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 to really have Tony Pollard have a real footprint and impact on this game, then I think it's different. But if you don't, then you're back to playing that same ball that you played last time. When you look at Dallas, when you look at Dallas and you look at the, the wins that they've had and, and you look at them versus the San Francisco's and the Philadelphia's, you do have to come away with saying we're missing something. Yeah, we're missing something. Even with all the success that they've had lately, you're still saying there's a, something missing. And I'm saying that that ingredient has to be the running game. Yeah. That we're not able to expose teams, move the chains, do what we saw last night Christian McCaffrey do. I am not calling Tony Pollard Christian McCaffrey <laughs> for you. the record. I'm you. saying is if you get the production out of your running game, the same that you see San Francisco getting it, you will have that production because then Dak Prescott doesn't have to play to the defense's traps that they're trying to set for. And and I agree. The only thing I'm saying is San Francisco is they 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 major in running the football and and causing confusion with eyes and alignments and motions. They major in that. We are not that team. Like our scheme is not what San Francisco Have you seen Mike do, have you seen Mike get to a little bit of that though? No, but, no, 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 and I have. I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I have I have seen him get to that. I'm saying 
it's still different for what Shanahan right. does to what Mike, uh, how much you can sprinkle in with uh, what Mike, Mike McCarthy's been doing. They major in making sure that your eyes are in the right place, and if they not, it's going to be big runs and big passes all over the place. And and that's the that's that's what they're going to present to any team that they play. All right, let's get a break in here. Um, is it an excuse or a reason being used for Philadelphia? After uh, yesterday's defeat, let's dive into that with Heckma Harrison, Danny McCray. I am Newey Scruggs, Players Lounge. Uh, our guy Barry Church off today, mourning the Toledo loss in the MAC championship game. He'll hopefully be healed up back tomorrow, right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. <laughs> To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more, the bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at Get Jack Black com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap at the prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Experience the most electrifying event of the holiday season. Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza powered by Reliant. Every Friday and Saturday night through December 16th, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza ignites the star in Frisco with an unforgettable holiday performance showcasing 65 performers, including the world-renowned Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, Santa Claus, and appearances from your favorite Dallas Cowboy football heroes. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information. Thank you, Heckma Harrison. Hey, do, do you... you Y'all seen the Ali movie? Yeah. Uh, Will Smith played Ali. Yeah. Great movie, right? Do you remember when Ali sitting on the couch waiting to fight Joe Frazier? Joe Frazier is fighting Muhammad Ali, and then I mean Joe Frazier is fighting George Foreman. Yeah. And then he knock him out, and the look on everybody's face. 
Yeah. That's, I feel like that's what people was doing last night for the Cowboys. They sitting there like, yeah, yeah. We Down goes Frazier. They like, oh, what? <laughs> no more. <laughs> <laughs> Down goes Frazier. <laughs> you you know what you said? When I think I thought, I'm like, hey, man, listen, I'm, 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 I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad y'all happy. It's, you know what it is? I'm telling you, more than anything, it's just that you've seen teams. The Cowboys started it. They had their opportunities to beat this team that was on a roll, on a winning streak. And you're saying to yourself, man, we had every opportunity. You see another team, Miami, come in, up on them, and then they find a way to give the game back to them. Buffalo had them find a way to give the game back to them. And then last night, I, you just had this feeling like, I, I know you lying. I know you are not about to let them, especially after that first quarter that San Francisco had, which was a horrible first quarter. They just got up off the mat and just started whooping on them. That's, that should lead you right into your next point. Because the teams you just named <laughs> that the Eagles beat uh, throughout that whole time with the with the Dolphins and, and then go out there and beat. They beat us. The Bills. Uh, they beat the Bills. Yeah. That's, uh, that's some, those are some really good teams. Those are some really yeah. good teams. We ain't making excuses for nobody. Players right? Lounge. They, they gauntlet is on. Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos. He is Danny McCray, fired up today. Yeah, he is. That's I, all right. I, I, I just, I just, I'm Newey Scruggs. And, uh, uh, the, Cowboy, the Cowboys have. All week long. And Cowboy fans have hopes and dreams available again. <laughs> about watching somebody yeah. else whoop the Eagles. Whoop Whoop We on the sideline. Whoop that. Watching somebody, somebody else. They're like, oh, yeah, we here, baby. I got my phone yeah. out. Got my phone Man. out. Let me tell you The guys in the locker room know. They know. Yes, nah, sir. Nah, yes, nah. We, 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 we got to bring everything, everything. Thing we got, because you had to you anyway. What's on the line? It's, I think it's a little different. I, I, I think I think it means a little bit more at this point because at first you had a little cushion. Now you ain't got no cushion. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> got my phone out. I'm nah, videoing. So, so that whooping. Uh, don't lose it because you saw them get they get their butt whooped like check, that, man. Check a social media last night. Uh, it, was, it was a national. Uh, and he's based up in, in, in New England area, uh, up north. He, he tweets out that this should not be a shock to the Eagles' losses. 13 games, and I mean, three games in 13 days. They had the overtime game against Buffalo. You knew they would be tired. One reason why I did pick Philadelphia to get beat was the fact that, yes, this is a tough gauntlet they run, especially playing Buffalo. And if you don't know how to navigate it like the Cowboys do, and Danny, you played here, you know about the three games in 12 days. If you don't know how to navigate it and you're not ready for it, you can't get got. But the way they got beat up, okay, I thought Philadelphia, because going back here when I picked my game, I thought Philly would lose, and I had them going down – uh, 32-26, I didn't think they was going to go in there and get mm -mm. the brakes beat off of them. I mean, they got the brakes yeah. beat off of them. But is it is it an excuse? The they, whole, the whole you know, three games in 13 days, or is it a reason why they got If you gave them 10 days rest and they got up next Sunday and played San Francisco, they get their butt beat the same. San Francisco is that good. They have all of the weapons. They have the scheme. And you were just talking about Shanahan and their attention to detail and running the ball the way that they used Kittle yesterday. I mean, it was checkmate all over the field, dog. There was nothing that Sirianni could do. By the time they got to the fourth quarter, dog, that game was over with. And I was asking myself, why in the hell is Jalen Hurts back in this game? Because it's over with. Mm-hmm. It's over with. And so, I mean, it doesn't matter. The they proved the San Francisco proved the point that they wanted to I, from that playoff loss. I, I, I think I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. What about, you mean? Because you it sounds like you're saying nine times out of ten, 
the, the San Francisco 49ers are going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And I don't agree. I don't wow. agree. I'm not making excuses for the guy. For, for, what could they? For, I'm not. I'm not making excuses for the Philadelphia Eagles. You are correct <laughs> about the the one the gauntlet, and then how many games you play in a certain amount of days. And sometimes you just get a bad draw coming off the last game that you play in the, in the in that in that little series. And I think the draw that they got last night for the for the. Um, San Francisco 49ers to come in after getting beat last year in the playoffs because their quarterback is out. Danny, are you giving them an excuse? I, I just said I said I'm not. Okay. <laughs> they don't have okay. an excuse. You, you, you went okay. on the field. You, okay. got, you walked out on the field. You played the game. There's no excuse. You don't, you've been off of three. You've played three and 12. No, no. one would have gave the Cowboys an excuse, period, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking it there. I'm and, telling you that, one, playing those that many games in that, in that short amount of time, it does take, take a toll on you. But you stepped out there. You prepared all yeah. week, and you played the game. You don't have no excuse for losing. And they didn't make it. This, this uh, report. Porter did. I didn't hear none of the Eagles uh, guys in the locker room saying that, hey, this is why we lost. They went out there and they got their butt whooped and, you know, they're they going to take it. One of the things I, I have admired about my, what Mike McCarthy's done in his job here the past few seasons is he's figured out that schedule of how you've got to operate this thing. And if you haven't done it, there's an adjustment period there. And that game against Buffalo, oh, yeah, <laughs> the, the overtime game takes something out of you. But still. I thought it would be a close game. I did not expect the San Francisco 49ers to come in there and butt stomp them. I mean, that was the part. Like, oh, oh, oh. Um, I, I thought they were going to lose. Stop the fight. Yeah. Stop the fight. Yes. Throw the damn job. Throw the damn job. Like old Earl Spenton on him. Yeah. Stop the fight. I think, I think, I think watch, watching that game last night, I do believe that San Francisco is the better team. I don't think they're that much better. I don't think they're that much better to where every time they play them is going to look like that. I think that right now they are the better team. But you would agree. Teams. But you would agree that when we played them, forty-two to ten, that they were that that much better than us. At that time, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Watching Absolutely. that with my own eye. Oh yeah, it was. Okay. It was. I mean, it was a replay. Of what, <laughs> it's not yes. like it, that, that they, was, they that didn't was, miss a beat. But then when you watch Philadelphia play the same game, you say, "Oh, they could play better than." Than what they? No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying. No, I'm sorry. They're better than us. They're not forty whatever to ten better than us. I'm saying they are. But I still believe at that point they were a better team than we were. They okay. Bud Crawford. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think <laughs> they're not. They're not. Because this, cause this is going to happen. Because this is the NFL. <laughs> this is the NFL. As soon as you put the team up there on on the pedestal, okay, they're going to go out there. They got, they got Seattle. They got Seattle this week. They got Baltimore. They still got to yeah. play. I'm watching what the Green Bay Packers doing. You look at Kansas City, who we was talking about at the time. Like that's like that's the league. You see that? This is crazy. That's the league. That's and know? that's that's my point. Did Spence sign that rematch yet? I don't think they got that on paper. I don't think they got that on paper. <laughs> I'm leaving him alone, bro. I need to say the full thing. Shout out to, shout out to he brought it up. I said I know. And you, you and you up. won't let it go. We we, we brought it up. Heck been off of that. Hey, we went off. Hey, hey, we talking about something else. <laughs> Keep Stop the fight. Did he say? We said we and I let it go. It's over. It's over. It's all good. Watch, watch for the next twenty minutes. Like about it. it's all good. He's I, I feel you. Will Smith in there. He can't stop, bro. He won't. He won't. He can't stop. Don't give him something. Don't give him a bone. Nope. I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. Hey man. Right, listen. I, I know the church will be back and all this stuff. We better show up. 
It's a fun week, man. It's, it's, it's a fun week all week long. Uh, Sunday night football on NBC. The Eagles come to town. Uh, they, they call it Dallas week up there. Uh, you might as well call it Eagles week this year. Other boys week. Because at the end of the day, you got what you want. You want yeah, this. Did. You got hopes and dreams in front of you. The Cowboys have to respond. Nui. People talk about you ain't beat a winning team all year long. Okay, here you go. Even though Seattle was 6-5, and five, you know who they are. You know what this is about. No excuses. Get it done. How many opportunities do you get to prove that you belong? This is another one, right? Yeah, because we done failed. A- we done failed. No, this <laughs> we done is failed quite a few. We done a- failed quite a few, and here right. we get another opportunity to prove it. And that's all you can ask for, especially with the playoff seating to be, being where it is right now. You have an opportunity to take advantage of the Eagles team that's coming off a loss. You win this game, you tie the NFC up. And as far as that top seeding, and we've been talking about their home playoff winning rate, the, the the rate that they've been winning at home, and how this team deserves to play a game at home. And if they're able to get this win, get some luck from the Baltimore's and other people in other divisions versus San Francisco, they possibly could find themselves at number do one. Your part. They got to do their part. Live up to it. This this is a very important game going into the last stretch of the season. Of course. This is a very important game just because the way you started the season with your first measuring stick uh, game and then you got your second measuring stick game, now you're finna get your third one before you go into what is probably one of the toughest uh, endings to the seasons yeah, that I've ever seen in my you. entire life. You're right. This December's so, rough, baby. So, to start it off with the with the confidence and the momentum of beating the Philadelphia Eagles, tying it up for first place, it is huge. It is huge. And to me, it will be a huge letdown for us not to take advantage of this, situ- of this uh, opportunity. Shout out for, to your Houston Texans, too, by the way. It's a hey, hell of a game. Hey, hey. You, you watched that game. That's a hell of a game. I think I only missed one this week. I think it was – it might have been the Eagles. The Eagle game. That's correct. Yeah. 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 Might, yeah. Might what, what was mine, CBZ? So, um, give me a second. I, I think I'm in the same. I think I'm. I'm not. You, <laughs> you picked the Houston. You picked the Texans after I picked. I'm just telling, hey man, the boy yeah. good. Russ cooking, huh? Oh, and you got the Patriots. You picked the Patriots, didn't you? No, nah, it was you. No shake yet. You it picked was, them. It's end of days for Bill. It's end of days for Bill. Nui picked the Patriots. Yeah, picked the Patriots. It's end of days for Bill. They asked him, like, hey, you want to coach this team next year? I'm just worried about trying to play Pittsburgh. I'm like, oh, he don't even want to be around this number. They're about to get another one pick, man. Um, look, we got to talk about this all week long right here. It's going to be fun. Heckman Harris, appreciate you stopping by today. Stopping by? Yes, sir. I'll be here tomorrow. Yes, sir. You stop by that season. Hold up, man. Rescue Mary Church off the golf course. and. And then Toledo, see if he's giving his $42, they might have won that match championship. Mm. Uh, Danny McCray. National champion. Love it, man. Love yeah. it. CFP, you got to vote. You got to vote. I ain't got to vote. I would have voted that way. Who you got, Washington, Texas? Oh, that's tough. Uh, but I'm going Texas. Wait, Derek, come on, man. Derek ain't going to do that to you. All right, man. Look, I'm, from, I'm from the great city of Houston in the great state of Texas. What are you talking okay. about? I'm from Washington. I'm all right. You going with the? I'm, I might be going with the fighting Isaiah Standbacks, man. Huskies. You got, you got. We know he's not gonna pick nobody. Oh, he gonna roll tight. <laughs> he gonna roll tight. Yeah, you said Washington, Texas. You know what? Who? Purple and gold with the dogs. I got to roll with the, them purple and gold dogs. Mm. That's, okay. That's all right. Do. All right. But your, all your bros, they they going for good for them. Okay. All right. Good. For them. Yo, good stand for them. alone. Man. Ain't, no, stand alone. <laughs> ain't no loyalty in this game. Good for them. Stand, stand alone. Oh, yeah. Another thing about the uh, the NFC West. Goodness gracious, the the Cardinals all of a sudden have become. You go up in there slipping. And you can lose that game too. So I'm looking at San Francisco 
as one of those teams where you still got the Rams who are surging. You got the Arizona Cardinals where Colin Murray's playing for us. You got Seattle. So, yes, the Cowboys have a real opportunity here yeah. to really make some noise. Hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. He tried to squash it at the beginning. I just seen the way y'all was smiling because y'all seen the other team get beat like that. Y'all smiling like it's going to help us. That don't help us. You like that picture. That don't have – that whooping whooping ain't got nothing to do with us. Yes, it does. No, it don't. That don't mean I can't enjoy it. You can. You can enjoy it. That's all I'm enjoying. All right, Chris Beam, appreciate you, Jazz, Big Will, Josh, everybody a part of this. We will talk to you tomorrow right here on the Players Lounge, DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?